Hi, this is Shaking Sheets, the podcast about sexes and always sexy, and I'm your host, OLA. On this episode, I discuss mortality, my qualms with it, and how it has made me learn to stop and smell the roses a little more in a sec. One of the tenets of my life as a disabled individual is that moment of, is this my usual ache or is it something else? And on the off chance that you get it checked out and it is something new, you have to confront your mortality in another way. I had a cancer scare recently. Luckily, it was only a scare, but for 48 hours I spent expecting the worst, I had time to think. I even updated my bucket list. There was, you know, the usual stuff. Have more one-night stands, find a way to trip as safely as possible, shriek in another country and don't get arrested. Um, But there was also more emotionally dense material that I hadn't quite expected, like create more warmth in my life, be vulnerable even when it makes me want to vomit, and finesse make-a-wish into buying my mother a home. (laughs) My thoughts were definitely racing in a few different places. But my relationship with my body has always been complex. Um, And in times of poor health and when I'm in bad flare-ups, it gets much darker. I kind of start to dissect my day-to-day with more scrutiny because I always feel behind the post somehow. Like even when I'm actively seeking things and experiences, I'm not finding them in their fullness. And there's parts of me um, that feels like this is just the curse of man. You know, the incessant need to exist in more, more excess, more emotion, more everything. And as I looked over this updated bucket list I'd made a few more times, I had realized what I was really yearning for was intimacy that required me to slow down, which is not just antithetical to my personality, um, but to the hellscape of capitalism we live under. Waking up and smelling the roses has always been like a turn of phrase for me, you know, something pretty to utter, but never really practical. Like most things, I try to relate this lack of intention to exist in spaces just for the sake of being there um, with my sex life and found things added up quite glaringly. I'm the first person to advocate for sex being whatever you and your partners need it to be. You know, if it needs to be a quick release, a slow dance, a blending of souls or, you know, whatever suits your fancy, but hadn't really taken much of my own advice. Outside of my very specific um DS dynamics where I'd been edged or was punished or denied orgasm, I realized sex for me existed in the frequency and speed in which people orgasmed. Like, no, seriously, like I remember every sexual encounter I have at the point of climax. And I've realized that that's doing a disservice to all the sex that could be. You know, my favorite moment outside of sex is always that acknowledgement of tension when your blood is racing and your skin feels a tad too warm and your cells seem to want to escape your body to consume someone else. You know, existing in that space with people is infinitely more erotic for me. Um, But the second that the dam breaks, you know, and that tension releases, I'm just about the action. Like, I'm not placing all of the onus of that on me as an individual. I believe a lot of us operate in this way. You know, some of it can be contributed to how damaging porn is in our formative years. And I'd reason even more of that um, with the instant gratification hyper-consumerism has kind of beaten into us. And I'll be the first to explain that individuals can't out-con systems, you know. But so much, like, 
despite that, I'm woefully optimistic that this is one thing that as a collective we can possibly overcome. When I was a teenager, yoga legitimately saved my life. That's something I'll probably only start talking about in depth after my memoir drops. (laughs) But I mention it now because yoga set the building blocks for meditation and mindfulness for me. Coming back to my body was very difficult for years, and these practices made it much more attainable. And even though I'm in a much more, you know, present and better place than I was a decade ago, um, it can do more. You know, we as a collective can do more, um, and that more starts with having more intentional, maybe evenly paced sex. I'm not really referring to proportions like how much foreplay is enough, you know, when are we actively starting, you know, trying to orgasm, etc. anything in that realm. I'm referring to like touching skin and acknowledging its texture, you know, feeling the thump of a heartbeat that's not your own against the skin, hitching breaths in synchronicity. I want us to find magic outside of orgasm. And I know how difficult that is, especially if your fucking pool is almost exclusively cishet men, um, because at that point, it seems like I'm just discouraging you from seeking something that's unlikely in the first place. And maybe in some way I am, but it's in hopes that if we fracture the choreography of sex, we would make a new dance or just stop dancing at all and turn it into another sacred form of art. You know, there's no shortage of disclaimers I give people before attempting to have sex with them but one that I'm considering removing is the demand that we have to come like that's always been a rule of mine I thought by impressing the need for everyone to orgasm it would shift the metrics of what good sex is but in the process I've alienated alienated myself from a lot of joy I think you know I was a huge reader growing up I still am and whenever I get sex scenes I would like absolutely devour them like it didn't matter how short or how long they were I just seem to fly through the words, which is interesting because it proves even before my own sex life had started, I never took time to savor it, to find out what it could mean to my body, my mind, if I just stayed suspended in that space, chilling for a while. A former partner of mine had ADHD, and he was like really open about the fact that he'd lose interest during sex a minimum of like two times. So when he was really into it, it would be really intense. But when he wasn't really into it, it would kind of taper off. And I appreciated the honesty, and we actually gelled really well in the long run, considering, but I'm realizing I could learn something from him in our time together. Like, sex is a tool. I say that a lot because I genuinely mean it. You know, to me, it's like a Swiss Army knife. You know, it can be appropriate in almost every situation, and if I'm following that logic, it can be much more inventive um, about its potential. So, I'm curious what your relationship with sex is, you know, the goals you set when you're having it. How does it relate to the way you function in the world? Are you the type to stop and smell the roses or are you the duck and dash? You know, can sexual maturity include finding additional value in sex outside of orgasm? You know, I want to know people's thoughts. I plan to chat with my therapist about this and get back to y'all at some point. Um, But in the meantime, I'd love to know how sex has changed for you and I think a lot of time a lot of the time we need to talk about time you know time is relative it's something I genuinely believe in and we make what we can out of it and I'm just curious whether the time that we dedicate or commit to sex can be changed in some way to be more fulfilling you know both physically and emotionally but maybe also spiritually in some 
kind of hippie woo-woo way. So I will await your responses and I will definitely let you know um, whether my therapist thinks it's time to finally commit me to something inpatient after trying to explain this logic to her. Um, And to my lovers and others, we'll talk another day. And that, my friends, was How Does It Feel? We discussed sex and mortality, um, briefly my updated bucket list, and how I think we can continue to change the narrative both around the purpose of sex and how it relates to our bodies. And as always, you can follow at all the socials at Shaking Sheets, um, except for Twitter, where I could not get my fucking name back. And it is at Shaking Sheets with an additional S at the end. And as always, please go and check out the blog, shakingsheets.com, that started it all. I shall speak to you later.